0: and welcome to Another Bite, where we rewatch the most innovative and intriguing pitches from Shark Tank. I'm Jory, and I'm joined by Ariel. How's it going? And John. Four. <laughs> Today's episode is all about swingers. Golf folks, we're talking about golf. We're off to greener pastures, but will the sharks find this product up to par? It's going to be a party. No ifs, ands, or puts about it. All after this brief ad. Finding a service solution that helps you better connect with customers and keep them happy can feel impossible. Like trying to remember the name of that guy you met at a networking event, HubSpot's all new service hub can help. Well, in the service solution part, at least. It brings service and success together in one powerful platform for the first time ever. With an AI powered help desk and an AI chatbot that handles frontline tickets fast. Also, you can scale support and drive revenue and retention. Visit HubSpot.com service so you can do more with your customers today. So today's product is Fling Golf. And Fling Golf is brought to us by founders Alex and John. Not that John, a different John. And they are asking for $300,000 for 10% in their business, which is a whopping $3 million valuation. Now their product is looking to solve the age-old problem that golf courses are closing and the average golfer is aging. You know, people just aren't as interested in that sport. So they are offering fling golf as an athletic alternative to regular golf. And if you can imagine, it's sort of like if lacrosse and golf had a love child and instead of like putting your ball down the course, you're actually putting it into your pole and flinging it down the course so thinking about our product our pitch and our founders initial thoughts of fling golf
1: okay i completely disagree with the premise of this product. The premise is basically golf is too hard. Golf courses are closing. People don't want to play golf. I totally disagree with that. In fact, all the data says that the opposite is happening, which is that way more people are golfing. There's all this category expansion happening within golf. There's a whole new golf league, the Live Golf League. It's a Netflix series called Full Swing. Mm -hmm. Top Golf is blown up. I actually think golf is on the rise and I think the data would show Mm -hmm. it. So I completely disagree with the problem that they're solving. That said, I love this product. And I just think that solves a different problem than the way that they pitched it. Yes. To me, it is about accessibility of golf and it is about just a different version of golf. And I think if you think of it through that lens, this becomes like an incredible product to tap into an expanding category and ride the tailwinds of that expanding category. And I think it could be really successful.
2: Literally took the words out of my mouth. Slung the
1: words right Great out of your mouth. Great product,
2: wrong problem <laughs> statement <laughs> that they're trying to solve for. Yes. You know, I think my biggest thing for this product that I would love to see is, you know, really more defined target personas besides the golf audience. You have some very hardcore golf purists it is a very sacred sport among those that play it a
1: lot of tradition they don't want t- those t- traditions <laughs> are breaking fast ariel it's, it's so interesting to see how all those traditions have started to break down suddenly like it's increasingly okay to like wear an untucked shirt on the golf course like all these like old traditions but you're right there's a lot of internal resistance in this sport to new and different and they've got to overcome that
2: I think back to Paddle Smash, because we've talked about that before and like, what did they do that was so right and successful for them? And I think for them, it really is just accepting this is a new category. Hmm. Paddle Smash did a really good job of not saying they're meant to be your placement for Pickleball or Spikeball. They basically said, this is the new category. Here's how you can think about us and really kind of leaned in there to get new users that way. Just
1: one like small twist to what you're saying, Ariel. I totally agree with what you're saying. I don't actually think it's a new category, Hmm. though. Hmm. I would personally define category as like there's a category of golf. And what this company is attempting to do is it is attempting to tap into that category with a different version of a game, but it feels derivative of a category to me versus like Hmm. a net new category creation, which is actually potentially really good for them because creating a category is extremely hard and is extremely expensive. Category creation is kind of like the marketing topic du jour over the past two or three years. Everyone wants to create a category Turns out it's actually like incredibly hard. And so I actually think they should position themselves as drafting off of the golf category and Mm -hmm. making this about a new, fun, accessible, fast, family-friendly way to take part of a category that is big and growing. You know, unfortunately, it takes four and a half hours to play a round of golf. You can't do it with all of your friends necessarily because not everybody has the equipment and plays golf and takes a lot of skill to do. Like this is golf for everybody.
2: Mm -hmm. It's kind of like axe throwing.
1: It's exactly like axe throwing. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, why not just combine the two? Why not (laughs) make it fling axes? Fling
0: axes down the golf course. (laughs) (laughs) But like as the target persona then, John, like as someone that like loves to partake in this activity, has a family that you want to like take golfing, what would be that barrier to entry for you personally to like try the product or get really excited about fling golf for you and your family?
1: Yeah. I mean, I would want to see courses promoting it mm-hmm. as an option. I think what they would probably have to do is they would probably have to carve out certain days or times that are like fling golf time. Fling rounds. yeah. need to be yeah. family friendly. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think playing a full 18 holes is probably too much for a round of fling golf.
0: For uh, your shoulder. Maybe you only need <laughs> to play like
1: six, you know what I mean? Like, especially if you're going out with yeah. your family. But like me being a golfer, by the way, I would definitely try Fling Golf. Mm. I like Frisbee Golf Mm -hmm. and I golf.
0: So it's not that different. Well, it sounds like it has some of the ingredients for success already, right? Because, you know, the Fling Golf Company, it's doing well. As of the episode, they had $142,000 in sales. They are really focused on driving that B2B growth, but then hoping to make that pivot to more of like that B2C play. It was interesting though as we start to unpack this company a lot of the money that Flingolf was using to really get up and running was raised internally so we like find out that the founders themselves had personally invested like 1.5 million dollars into this business so lots of personal stakes to get this going but I was curious Do you think that because they're so B2B focused right now and they're looking to B2C that that pivot is doable, especially because it seems like, at least for the golf persona, that people are going to need to see the demonstration? Or is that just like all solved with good marketing?
1: I don't think they can win without being a B2C company because there's just not enough scale selling to resorts. Mm -hmm. I typically don't like promoting multi-product companies, because I think that for most of the companies that come on Shark Tank, they're so early that the level of focus you get from single product is worth it. But for this, what this company is really selling is they're selling a new sport Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they need to be in the value chain for as much of the associated apparel, et cetera. And they need to be able to sell all of that stuff to as many people as possible. Like that's my biggest worry actually is just going to resorts and how many resorts are going to buy this? It's like a small universe. Number two, Mm -hmm. like what are they going to buy? Like 20 clubs, maybe like, you know what I mean? Like, and then they're going to use those for the next 10 years. Like they're not going to refresh every year. What you need is you need to tap into a world where you say anyone who plays fling golf, it's worth getting your own clubs because you learn your clubs and you can customize them. Number two, you actually need multiple clubs. It's just like Frisbee golf. You need clubs that can send the ball a long way, a short way, putters, you need special shirts to wear so that your mm-hmm. shirt doesn't restrict your flinging.
2: You know, like. <laughs> your fling capability exactly. <laughs> tank tops for the golf course. Yeah, you course. don't want your shoulder like busting up your fling. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Some people wearing tank tops on the golf course, though, I feel like it can be distracting if it's too bright outside, you know, get some reflections going <laughs> this on. This <laughs> amazing
1: Ariel collared tank tops. How good would that be? Oh my God. For the golf no,
0: we're nixing that. You idea. tuck them in. No. no sleeve, but only
1: on no. one arm, there's no sleeve. It's <laughs> the flinging arm. arm.
0: <laughs> just a single sleeved shirt. A new uh, fashion line by John. But some of the things that you mentioned though, are why are sharks start to get a little hesitant to really invest in this company? Mark didn't see this like having enough traction and like, it's really difficult to scale that sort of like new sport play and Based on that, Lori was like, I don't know if your like your success currently really justifies a three million dollar valuation. But we did get two sharks that were like surprisingly super into the deal. So we had our guest shark Daniel. And he's like, Kind Bars are in all the golf courses. I know professional golfers. <laughs> so he was very it's excited. It's a list, list correlation, but
2: sure. Yeah, that makes <laughs> zero
1: <laughs> sense to me. The idea that like, because you like have Kind Bars in a <laughs> yeah. golf course means you <laughs> can Look, sell a new to them. It's not my
0: justification. influence <laughs> in marketing. That's his way of saying, I got connections. I got connections. They're in the golf <laughs> course. Eat we did a campaign bars. once five years ago. It's fine. <laughs> I swear though, every time he's always talking about where his Kind Bars are and he's like, don't worry. It's just like Kind. And it's like, mm. these are golf clubs what are you talking about? But Robert also was super interested in this deal. There was a bit of a back and forth with our sharks, but ultimately the kind bars really won these founders over because a deal was made with Daniel for $300,000 for 25% of their company. So yeah, I guess telling people you got connections. Really seals the deal. Yeah, one of a kind opportunity. <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> the valuation was tough for them, unfortunately. You know, like mm-hmm. their revenue does not like one hundred and forty whatever thousand dollars is not justified. That's like eight hundred
2: units. Yeah, they haven't
1: sold. Because they're that selling much. for
2: like one hundred and seventy nine. So
1: I think even Daniel's deal was extremely generous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think you know he can see the potential of. If you scale this thing, and you will need connections to scale it because the thing you want to win is you need to get media coverage, things like that. Like you need this to become more of like a movement that people are talking about to get people to want to do it more and invite their friends to do it.
2: Just post a video and the fling tank tops and that go viral and then have a D to C kind of approach. Don't you think I if think you walked around with only one sleeve on and everyone buys
0: it. the shirt <laughs> and then they're like, oh, it's a part of a product. That's how you market. Yeah, it. you can
1: buy a kit to cut your own sleeves off too, if you want. <laughs> it's
0: like John's version of Mean Girls with the Regina shirt, but it's <laughs> like point. instead of no chest, it's no sleeves. It's great. <laughs> but Okay, so a deal was sealed. So this is in 2021, right? They had made $142,000. They made that exact same amount of money in just two months following Shark Tank. And they have very much kept it going for the last couple of years. Actually... And I love this. There's a World League Fling Golf that gets its airtime on ESPN. And in 2022 and 2023, there were national tournaments for Fling Golf. So they're definitely driving some growth and getting some excitement about Fling You got to do it that way. It's the only way. Absolutely. You got
1: to make it a movement. And
0: today you can find Fling Golf in a golf course near you because there are nearly 2,000 golf courses in 33 countries that offer this as a golf alternative question mark so John get on it report back I gotta get on it
1: yep give it a fling
0: (laughs) give it a fling (laughs) production for today's episode was brought to you by Ari Desarmo editing comes from Robert Hartwig and support from Alfred Schultz subscribe on Apple Podcasts Spotify Podcasts or wherever you subscribe to the greatest podcasts ever that does it for me see you next week in the tank for another bite Create Like the Greats, hosted by Ross Simmons, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Each episode hosts an in-depth analysis of some of the greatest creations and creators of all time, along with deep dive conversations on the creative process that went into building companies and brands. If you like learning about history or learning about the creative process, you'll like this podcast. Listen to Create Like the Greats wherever you get your podcasts.